Ferguson, they put you through the mill into injury time, almost lost the cup, and you win it. The new European champions, the treble, the dream come true for you. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Football, by the hell. everyone welcome to the seventh episode of the podcast football today we have a new member of the pod today with us vankush hi vankush hi guys how are we doing great great feeling to be on the podcast this is the first time i am doing a podcast so yeah excited nervous and pretty pretty pumped up to interact with you all uh you will like this so vankush uh, can you tell our listeners more about yourself like where are you from what do you do yeah sure mate like uh, i am basically from india and already told my name my name is vankush i started interacting with the twitter community this year for the first time and i have my own handle by the name of what the fpl so yeah i started this this season and did a bit of research on fpl this season and started interacting with the community so really loving it and hope to keep on continuing with it what about your season man how has your season been well my season has been a kind of mixed start uh, like it started nicely and then i didn't have aguero for the second game week so you can understand it just crashed <laughs> <laughs> pretty and much then, uh, and then i I fell down to uh, I think about two million, and then I've risen to about I think four hundred thousand something. So it's been uh, going okay. Things could have been better, but I will accept this at this moment of time. How has the season been for you, Vankush? Uh, the season has been again topsy turvy, similar to what your season was. I got a pretty pretty bad start, and then started recovering. Played my wild card in game week five. So after the wild card, it's been pretty good. I've got a couple of good green arrows. So yeah, struggling around the 300k mark right now. I think that's a I think that's a good mark to be at this point of time because there's lots of time and lots of people will fall off and then we can catch up, right? Yeah, sure. How was how was game week eight, man? How was game week eight for you? Game week eight, it felt like it has been ages ago since I played FPL. Game week eight was yeah. good. I think quite decent for me. Mm-hmm. I got 70 points. Uh, 70 points was quite good when the average was i think just around 50 points so uh, game week 8 patricio gave me 9 and then robertson alonso bolly all three of them gave me very solid 6 mhm the highlight of my game week was of course the hazard moment he gave me 28 points so i just you know i just that loved hazard at amazing. this moment of time that is amazing yeah it was actually and Apart from that, Richarlison seven points are very good, and then all three of my front three blank: Mitrovic, Troidini, Aguero. This horrible. I can I can understand, man. So how about, how about my, my my game week was I was one of those unlucky Kane captainers, so you can relate. Ouch! <laughs> so I got Kane in in before the week he blanked, so I got him for game week seven, in which I did not captain him, but he returned me with thirteen points. So 
I did the hokey cokey one week ago. Game week seven, Salah and Wilson were out to get in Kane and Richarlison. So, yeah, Kane got me 13 for game week seven. And Richarlison got me seven this week. So, yeah, I, I don't really mind that transfers. But I think game week eight, my differential really worked. I got an Aaron Ramsey on my wild card in game week five. Damn, that was good. Yeah, so when game week eight was almost on the verge of finishing, I was sat in front of the TV on Sunday and I looked at the lineup, Arsene Wenger benched Ramsey. And that was painful. That was painful. But then he came yeah. on in the last last 23 minutes, one goal, one assist, 10-pointer. Happy owner. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> and special, special mention to the troll of my season till now, which is Holebas. He has been an absolute troll for me. Finally, finally got him out of my team. So basically, when I did not own him, his returns were 13, 2, 9 and 10. And when I owned him, his returns were 0, 1, 1 and minus 1. <laughs> I think that was the thing, right? Getting a Holebas has his like downside because he has a history of those yellow cards. And whatever the early Watford showed, it was not bound yeah. to continue. It it does not surprise me that he's the first one to get five yellow cards and be suspended. I was I was delighted to get him out of my team just after game week eight finished. Very happy to yeah, get him out. You already transferred him out? Yeah, I did man. I, I got in my other blunder of the season, Doherty back in. So it there's another story which is attached to Doherty. I had Doherty from, I had a, I had a Doherty from game week one. So I start I started my season with Doherty. First game, he returned, I think, a single point. Then again, it continued. Then game week three, he got a own goal, minus one. Yes. And I lost patience with him. So basically, when I transferred out Doherty, he went on his run. So people should be thankful to me for Doherty's good form. <laughs> and now you have him back. So again, I think own goals will return. Expect, expect a blank this week, man. <laughs> My God, that would have hurt so bad to see him score those 12-pointers, 15-pointers. It, it was insane, man. Like, when I started the season, I obviously knew. My my my, my first preference to was to get Barry Douglas in. But it was very sad to see him leave for Leeds. So then I got in Doherty in because he was in the right. He was he, he was he was in a team which is the only team in the Premier League which is playing five at the back right now. So yes. my preference was to get Doherty in once Douglas left. Started the season with him, and he had he had amazing underlying stats for the first three weeks, but he was not getting the points. So yeah, very very happy to get him back in. Yes, indeed. And I, actually, I had Bolly myself, and then all this time, uh, actually Bolly scored the goal against City, so I was so happy that he was on my bench actually. But he came on, I think, of Tomkins or someone, and then I got the points. Mm -hmm. So, I was feeling so nice that I have the only player who is scoring. Bolly is bonus point magnet and all those things. And then, Doherty started scoring. And now, I'm thinking, should I do Doherty to Bolly or will it be a waste of a transfer to go sideways yeah. and chase points? Sideways, yeah, sideways transfer. Well, uh, so, how many so, points did you get for game week 8? Game week 8, I think I finished on uh, 51, if I'm, not if I'm not wrong. 51. So, I think should, uh, in this episode, should we talk about the, I think, eight game weeks are over already. So, one-fourth of the season is done. Almost one-fourth. Almost one-fourth, so, yeah. Yeah. So, we should do a 
quick review thing of game week 1 to 8 what do you think yeah yeah i think what we can do is that if we can go game week game week wise we can just look at one positive and one negative of each of the game week for uh, each of us maybe that and maybe a lot of people can relate to that because i'm sure a lot of people would have made the same mistakes as us uh, definitely yeah i think that's a great idea so uncle should we start with game week 1 then yeah man game week 1 how how was game week 1 for you game week 1 was pretty pretty decent for me i got in richarlison from the start so his brace was pretty pretty amazing to start the game week but the negative would be obviously i benched benjamin wendy for his 15 pointer game week 1 wow ankush you have been making some 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 mistakes that would have if you would have not have made those mistakes you would be uh, i think top 50k right now that dohati thing and mendy right now <laughs> i i can relate to that man but I, it makes sense man i started with a defense of i think um i had a i had almost a clean house of clean sheets for game week 1 so mm-hmm. all my defenders returned but obviously 15 points stayed on my bench yes for What me game you? week yeah for me game week 1 was quite good 75 points the heroes were i of course benjamin mendy <laughs> i insane start yes and then uh, robertson 11 pointer bernardo silva was very good for me initially 8 pointer sala 16 pointer and then i went with obamayong that was the tragedy of my life first four game weeks i couldn't bear with him and then he just he kept giving me blanks mm-hmm. and then i had that day hey, i didn't keep a clean sheet and then like the story of dohati with you the same story is with me and i have what's his name king i can't believe i had joshua king for first two game weeks where he blanked and then i thought okay he's not going to fire i need aguero aguero has scored a hat trick and i mm. kick out joshua king what does he do next next five six game weeks so so from game week 2 till game week 8 he has already scored four goals and four one goals. assist yes So, so you did not did not start with Aguero. You did not start the season with Kun Aguero. No, I thought he's looking a bit rusty. Or I don't know why I thought that. I thought I'll trust Aubameyang, but since then I've learned my lesson: never trust Arsenal players. Never. <laughs> but the fair play to them, though. They they found their form now. So I know. Yeah, that's true. And they, then they'll find their form. But the thing is, even last season I had Aubameyang for a couple of weeks, and that was it. Like I didn't want to go Arsenal yeah. players because. they're not consistent right like you can't te- expect them to bang goals week in week out maybe that can change under emery but let's see yeah but really really jealous of lacazette owners man they, they that guy is amazing right now like he he doesn't blank right now he doesn't he doesn't blank that guy is on fire right now so i would love to own him but then again i looked at arsenal's fixtures after the leicester game and it they don't look too good so yeah i'm a bit hesitant on getting in lacazette right now Same they play, they, play, they play two people already have him exactly then we should go to game week 2 i think the heroes for game week 1 for most people were sala everyone had sala back then and then he was the captain, captain and yeah. and mendy. then mendy robertson i think even alonso banged in right that game week i think i think the, game, the best hero for game week 1 was a certain wan bisaka in insane oh, yes. insane start to the season man like like palace has kept three clean sheets till now and he has got three bps in all of those games 
So like basically when Palace did clean sheet, one Bissaka gets the three bonus. So, and on game week one, he was my third bench. <laughs> With 12 points. There were, there were a lot of points. A lot of points benched in game week one all over FPL. Yes. And uh, one more regret I have uh, from game week one was that I didn't go start. I didn't start with Marcus Alonso. I don't know why. And then he has been banging since the first game week. He gave 11 points and all those things. It was yeah. horrible to not own him during that period of time. I think I think the entire FPL community did not start with Marcus Alonso. Because when Sari came in, there was all those speculations that MSN would start, Alonso would start, Alonso will not be attacking. So there was all those speculations. So I think nobody in the community started with Alonso. But then again, he started with Bang. Bang on form, scoring goals, getting assists, double assists in games. So yeah, Alonso was one to be missed in game week one. Yes, and then game week two for me was horrible. It was like 43 points. I just, I just plummeted down to 1.6 million in that game week. Nothing worked for me. Uh, I had Sanchez captain for some reason. And then Sanchez blanked. Like, he didn't play. And then mm-hmm. Salah got me 18 points and Mendy got me 8. And Robertson yeah. got me 7 and that was it. And apart from him, so, yeah. game, game week 2 was pretty decent enough for me. Yeah, obviously, Mendy strong again, returning points week in, week out. Anatovic got his first goal of the season. And obviously, I had Aguero, did not captain him, but I had Aguero for his 20-pointer. So, yeah, game week two wasn't too bad. How much did you, how much did you make in game week two? I got 70, man. 70 points. Wow. <laughs> that, that, was, that was not okay. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty decent. Yeah, game week two was a bit... It was, I think it was plagued by the Kun controversy on Twitter with the... Uh, Man City tweet coming coming out that Kun will not be starting the game. A lot of people go. I think Jamie Jackson of Guardian, he had put that tweet. Then came game week three, another very bad game week for me. I took a minus four hit and got in Aguero, and of course he blanked. And then got in Pedro, and Pedro blanked. And then the main point of the fucking game week was I got in Richarlison, and, and Richarlison gave me a red card. Wow. Insane. That was that was insane, man. Like Richardson started the season fire and then kept on returning until he did that moment of madness in game week three. So even I had him, Richardson. But uh, yeah, so positives basically Alonso. I got in Alonso for game week three and he returned two assists and the BPS. So he was a very welcome return for Alonso to my team. Josh King, who I started the season with, got his first goal. And and the differential I started with Nacho Monreal, yeah, he was on my. He basically did not play the first two games, right? When when he returned, he just got in and got the goal in game week three. Wow, so, you had Nacho in your team, great man. Like I cannot trust Arsenal defenders, but fair play to you. You got a goal out of him. I got a goal out of him, but yeah, I, you you were absolutely right. Cannot cannot trust Arsenal's defense. Even even in that five one drubbing of Fulham, they consider that stupid goal too. I don't know, like you never know when Arsenal can concede. Yeah, I think Montreal got an assist again, but then as long as they cannot keep clean sheets, I am not going near that defense again. So yeah, game week three was good, but yeah. How many points were you in game week three? Points I got, I think sixty one. No, that's good. I got fifty one, and then only the only heroes for me in game week three were. Robertson with nine points and Bolly. Oh, Billy Bolly, he served me so well in those days. Billy uh, Bolly, eight pointer. 
I I I so so much regret not starting with Robertson. So basically, I'm a Liverpool fan, and mm. when I when I started the season, I was like, I I'm sure to get Robertson because he served me well at the end of last season. If you remember, he went yes, on that yes. last game week 38, 18 pointer, goal and assist, amazing. Yes, I remember that. But somehow, I looked at Liverpool's fixtures. I said like game week one, West Ham at home, maybe they'll concede. Game week two, Crystal Palace away. I was sure they concede in that game. And somehow I just convinced myself not to start with Andy Robertson. You And didn't have any Liverpool defense defensive cover. I did not. I did not, man. I did not. Being a Liverpool fan, <laughs> I did not. I have heard like people. I one of my friends he thought Robertson was too expensive, so he went for like at least Alexander Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, when I started when I, the season started, Alexander Arnold wasn't wasn't as nailed on as he is right now. So I exactly. I, I still thought. I still thought Gomez and Arnold would rotate for the right back spot, but uh, like Gomez is nailed on the centre back spot, and I think still think that it's Klopp is going to rotate in the coming weeks. So he has he has Cardiff, he has Huddersfield, then he has a Champions League midweek game. Then again, he faces Cardiff. So I think he's going to chop and rotate. He's going to give starts to I think Gomez, Lovren, Van Dijk. I think Van Dijk and Robertson are the most nailed-on defenders in the whole backline, along with Allison. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, I think if if you want to double up on the defense, I think I'd go Robertson and Allison for me, um, because Allison is also a short starter, so that's not a bad option if you are on a wild card right now, Allison. Fair enough. And then we move on to game, and I think game week three, the few heroes were. Of course, Alonso and then Patricio. I think he kept a clean sheet or something. So no, no, but not Patricio. I think it was City. So hmm. he had some safe points, but still, Salah got me one goal against Brighton, where he could have had so many more. It's so frustrating. I don't know. Yeah, game game week four, man. Just though, I think we should skip game week four, man. That was the worst game week for me. Game week four was was painful. <laughs> Painful. No, 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 no. You don't get to do that. I have been through my worst nightmare of game week two. We'll get to game week four and we'll start with you. <laughs> game week four was like nightmarish, man. Nightmarish. I think everybody in my team blanked except uh, Captain Aguero and Alonso. Every, every, everybody apart from that blanked. I also had Mkhitaryan coming in, and he did not. He did not get me anything. Yeah, almost the entire team blanked except Aguero. So pretty lone, thirty-eight points. That's it. Wow, that was below the belt. That was bad. How was your game week? Yeah, my game week was decent. I got sixty-one points, and then I was one of the people who had triple captain Aguero. Okay, so, that is painful again. Yes, and I watched that match live, hoping, "Come on, Aguero! Come on, Aguero! Do something! Do something!" First half, nothing. Then he gave an assist. And then he had two one-on-ones, which that Dubravka guy somehow saved. Fucker! Why had? Why did he have to save those? Started going with losing two-one. Fair play, man. Like the expectation from him for that game was huge. So I yes, I, I completely understand why you played your triple captain. A lot of people in the community played it, and yeah, we should be happy that at least he did not blank. So yeah, I'll take that. But the thing is, people keep on telling me like. Not telling me exactly, but a lot of talk was there that you should save triple captain, save for the double game week. I did that last season, and fucker, the most overrated player in the Premier League, in my opinion, Gabriel Jesus. I played it on him when he had to play Brighton and Huddersfield at home. And what does he give me? Two plus two into three, 
12 pointer wow <laughs> i cried so i thought i thought i thought why the hell not like kun aguero against newcastle is a great fixture and then i should go and then okay it was a decent one i got a green arrow in that fixture so in that game week so i won't complain much yeah so basically my my game week four performance which was which was below par led me to wild card for game week 5 so i used that international break the first international break to play my wild card so same here even i wild carded in the game week 5 very so international break i i got in hazard so that was pretty good and yes. i got the in, only i got yeah, in go on, go on. i got in i got in van bisaka who i did not start the season again with so i got him in and also got in bennett from wolves in so yeah in both of them returned me with the clean sheet points obviously when aguero plays home to fulham you captain him right so i yes. missed uh, missed out on hazard's captaincy but yeah as i mentioned i got my favorite troll olebas in on the wild card so <laughs> that, that was pretty much it how was your game week 5 how was your wild card my wild card was pretty decent to start with surprisingly because uh like in the past couple of seasons whenever i have played my wild card things don't go well in the just the next week so i got 68 points and then as uh, you did i got uh, hazard quickly in the game week four uh, five transfer window whatever the international break was there and i didn't captain him of course people who captained him fair play to you guys you got the points i captained aguero like you hmm. i got mitrovic and then i got troy dini troy. Uh, i thought that is a, that is a big friendship I know I wanted to play a diff- one at least one differential in my team because I had Al- I got in Al- Al- Alonso and mm-hmm. all these players were all how do you say it? uh to like all the players had a lot of ownership so I needed someone to you know to fire me up to the ranks and Dini up till that point was quite good and his next match was against us was against United and then he has a great record okay. of scoring goals against United yes and I thought why the hell not and then i bring him in and that fucker has been doing nothing he blanked versus united he blanked versus arsenal he blanked versus bournemouth it's just annoying and watford had a very very strong start to the season but i think they've boiled down after that they're they're an amazing start to the season the pereira was banging in the goals and exactly so fair play but yeah they are on the board just, just, just like you i have been burned by a watford player i'll kick him out again and not see his face again in my team <laughs> i went to the season till now transferred out hole bars amazing feeling slept well that night amazing sleep <laughs> and then uh, i i think he'll dini will leave my team very soon and then uh, one of the great moves of the wild card was getting patricio that guy has been a save magnet bonus magnet clean sheet magnet fucking legend what a player i i can relate to that man i had uh, i had i kept on thinking for which goalkeeper i want to go for when i played my wild card so i started mm-hmm. the season with a rotation of fabianski foster but then when i played my wild card i thought i'll just get for set and forget keepers so i had to basically zero down from patricio and ryan and then i i just somehow thought that no I, i i already have bennett so why do i double up on wolves defense because i already been burnt out by dorty so a minute of moment of madness in my season i went ahead and got neil etheridge as my goalkeeper what etheridge really i got etheridge as a goalkeeper i just thought that cardiff fixtures are not bad they 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 look like a good team at home which they did till that point of time i think the only goals they had conceded at home 
were two goals to Arsenal. So they had kept two clean sheets at home. So I just looked at their run and I said the home fixtures are not bad. And they are the only team in the Premier League who are here to only defend and not score goals. So, so yeah. you thought they would keep clean sheets and make it tough for the opposition? I thought he would at least get me save points when he does not keep clean sheets. But that was a pathetic move to start with Etheridge. And the points never came. He got me one-pointers and two-pointers. So, yeah, that was one of the most. And who is the second keeper right now? I'm still on Hamer, man. I Hamer. I start a wildcard wild card in Etheridge and Hamer. And then, obviously, after losing patience with Etheridge, I got in Fabianski for game week eight. Game week eight. Yeah. Oh, and then he conceded again. Wow. Yeah, but I, I don't really mind because I like, I like the look of Fabianski's fixtures. So if you look at West Ham's next... Yes, they are all sea of green. Brilliant, brilliant. Sea of green. So, I don't really mind Fabianski. And I think the thing with Fabianski is that if he, even if he does not leave a clean sheet, you are guaranteed of one save point out of him because he makes three saves almost every match. So, basically, you start off at a very good uh, points of three. So, yeah, that, that was the thinking bank getting in Fabianski back. And uh, did, uh, game week five was again a very important game week for me because Mendy was the news came in that Mendy is fucked, and then I kept faith in him, and then nothing happened, and nothing happened. I kept on losing money, and then I had to sell him. But for two for two game weeks, I lost money and got nothing out. Yeah, that that's that's something that I I haven't done now. So basically, I kept Mendy. You have you still have Mendy? I kept Mendy for his run, and I am just. Wow, that's great. If you have Mendy, waiting then... for Burnley home game. Mendy, he's in my team. He's starting. So, just can't wait for him to get me some, to, to basically reward me for my patience with him. So, yeah. Yes. And then, game week five, one very funny thing was, I had Hoshberg on my team on the third bench. So, he couldn't come on. <laughs> but he got me 10-pointer. I, I think I was looking, I was doing the season review, I was just looking at the midfielders at who can be this season's, you know, Kapu or Milivojevic. And I just could not find anybody in the midfield. So, I think the, the value lies basically in the premium midfielders or if you look at the 5 million bracket, we have the likes of Fraser and even Brooks has started coming in. But, yeah, I can't find a good, good source of points at a very cheaper value in the midfield right now. True. And then even, even those... Uh, players that you named, can they sustain their form? We don't know yet. So, we have to wait and watch. Yeah. So, uh, Pankush, how was Game Week 6 for you? Game Week 6 was pretty, pretty decent for me. I ended with a magical figure of 69. <laughs> so, yeah. And Ramsey, my differential, getting me good. He got two assists for the game. And I think this was the Game Week when Hazard got his only blank of the season. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so Salah captain again returning me the points. Van Bissaka getting me a nine pointer again. So that was pretty much it. I got Madison for game week six as my transfer, and he got me the goal. So pretty happy with that. How was your game week six? Fucking hate Madison. Like he gets his goals all from free kicks and penalties, and that's why I don't bring him in. No. <laughs> I think yeah. he, I think that he's getting lucky and all, and then he keeps on returning from corners. I got. Uh, Anyways, back to game week six. Uh, I had Ryan in goal, and then I had Robertson six pointer, Alonso six pointer, one Bisaka nine pointer. It was good. Yeah. Salah, Salah six, sixteen. Like you, Mitrovic got me eight, give me eight. 
Aguero gave me six, so it was good. It was decent. Sixty-three points. Sixty-three points. Not bad, man. Not bad. And then nothing to talk about this game week seven. If we go on, game, game week seven seven was a bit of red red arrow for me, a bit downside. Mm. Uh, I had Hazard. His well, he played you guys, and then he got ten pointer. But I had Aguero as captain, so Aguero gave me sixteen against uh, Brighton. I think you also had Aguero captain, right? Yeah, I pretty much captained Aguero. I had Hazard for his pointer, and uh, as I told, I did the hokey cokey for game week seven. So Salah and Wilson went out, and in came Harry Kane and Richarlison. Richarlison obviously trolled me, trolled me for the Fulham game. Sigurdsson got the haul, and Richarlison got the blank. So that was pretty much irritating. But I think uh, I didn't take a hit. I used my true free transfers. So yeah, Kane got me the thirteen point. Richarlison got me three, I think. So yeah, the overall move got me a net gain of points. So not bad. I think that was a good move to get Kane before the Huddersfield game, uh, giving trusting him with a twelve point five million price tag and taking out Salah. That was a really bold move. Yeah, I think like Kane, Kane's situation is pretty pretty weird right now. So people who got him for seven, gave me seven and eight, are now basically thinking now should they move him on or should we keep him? And I think that this was one of the places which was put in our the tweet you put out. So like one of the one of the members of the community asked if should we stick or twist with Kane. So yeah, think, exactly. What I think is that if you have him right now, you should give him one more game, maybe for West Ham United away. He loves he loves scoring in London. So. I think I'd give him one more game, but I think after that the fixtures look pretty, pretty bad for Kane. So he has City at home, Wolves away, Palace away, Chelsea home, Arsenal away. So pretty, pretty bad five fixtures. So yeah, I think he is anyway leaving my team after West Ham United away. Yes, and then game week seven, my biggest hero was Patricio with ten pointer. Wow, and we and we all the Patricio owners, I really envy. <laughs> I think you should have gotten him uh, instead of Patrick. I don't know, but yeah. still, I think Fabianski in the longer term is the as good as Patricio. Yeah, I already, I already doubled up on Wolves defense. Now I have Bennett and Doherty, and most probably I will be playing both of them for game week nine. Yeah, and then like you, I think we have been playing similar for far too long. <laughs> Even I have, Rich, I had Richarlison. I got him for a hit, yeah. and he didn't do anything. So he did not. But I think like all the Richarlison owners should be should be pretty pretty happy with him right now. Game week eight, he got in the goal, and I think uh, he looks to be starting as this striker right now because I think uh, the Everton uh, Everton do not really trust Dawson right now, and Calvert Lewin they have they played him, but I think I think he's going to continue starting as a striker in game week nine as well. So yeah, I think Richarlison owners should stick with him for sure. So I think from game week one, um, for I think for the first four game weeks there was this draft was there where you had at least for defenders everyone was selecting Mendy, Robertson, Alonso, and then mm-hmm. Mendy got injured and then people didn't know what to do with that and people got in trivia. The holy trinity, yeah, Robertson, Mendy, Alonso. Yes, the holy trinity, and then people like once he was injured, people were jumping here and there. Some got Doherty, some got. Trippier, and then people like me got Shaw, and then he gave me just an assist, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, 
it's nice to see this draft or whatever this format breaking up because i want to see how people how people think differently and then how you think personally otherwise there are a lot of similar teams like people have the same players so this fpl loses its charm in my opinion what do you think yeah it does man like i think if salah would have been injured so basically the highlight of the international roundup has been salah injured mane fit mane injured salah fit so i think if salah was injured and i think a lot of people in the game have have him his replacement would have really would have been very very different across the community so you had a lot of options so people who do not have hazard would have gone hazard raheem sterling even de bruyne is back now so i think when when one of the highly owned players get injured for a long time then why people start choosing his replacement that's how this season basically takes a twist exactly and now the report international break basically has been full of injuries like first it was not so significant like first it was fraser then it was shaw then it was not so significant players in fpl like matic or whatever but i think all these injuries are just international break injuries they are not injury injury but just you know players have to get rest so they are just leaving the camp telling that you are injured whatever yeah i think like in liverpool have been facing a lot of injury basically mane salah both yellow flagged right now james milner yes. was in the in, in the last game week but i think he he he's a machine man he i think i've heard comments that he is going to be fit for the game so what a machine man what a machine he he's going to be back and i think even van dijk should be good enough to start so i think I, i read today nabi keita is injured but i know i don't know if nabi keita matters to you guys he wants the bench anyways so. So I think like right now the midfield three is kind of relatively fixed. We are going with Henderson, Wijnaldum, and James Milner. So Keita is in and out of the team right now. I think like what's the deal with Fabinho, man? Like you got him for forty million with such fanfare, and then all of you guys going crazy. He's going to take time to settle in right now, and I think because your club already has Wijnaldum playing in such good form in his position. So I think that's why he's still sticking with Ronaldo. I think Fabinho will come good. He will come good eventually. But I think we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to be a bit patient with him. Ronaldo has had an amazing start to the season and he has been in insane form right now. So he he's been he's started the season on fire. So I don't see any point of uh getting Fabinho in straight away for him. But he- true. And then well um this october month was quite tough for you guys like you survived with one draw against city and one draw against chelsea but you could have easily lost both those matches and then four losses in a row would have destroyed the season but fair play a draw in both of these matches yeah i think like the, the league is getting hot now so we have chelsea city liverpool all all vying for the titles title challenge So let's see who who all can sustain. Well, Liverpool have had a very good start to the season. I think like those wins in the row, and obviously like when you play the league, uh, the league, uh, one of the league's best two teams in Chelsea and City back to back, you're bound to drop points. So I'm very happy with the two points we've got of them, and I just hope that we can take advantage of our next few fixtures. So basically, we face Huddersfield, Cardiff, and Fulham in the next three out of the next four, right? So yes I am just hoping that uh we can get back to goals and I know but Liverpool even in that Southampton home match you guys were not good like I saw them I didn't see the match I saw the highlights and then the goals which you got it was not Liverpool goals they were like corners own goals whatever yeah I think like and 
the, the, from the, from that match itself like i'm not criticizing but i'm telling the liverpool not in form like they were fighting last season all three of them yeah, i think like even from an fpl point of view i can't justify paying 10 million for mane or 9.3 or whatever for firmino or 13 for salah and i have salah so i don't know what what to do with liverpool assets yeah i think the, the focus has has a bit changed from last last year on last year liverpool was still conceding goals now klopp has gone for a bit more refined approach he is more concerned about keeping the shape of the team and getting the clean sheet rather than keeping on attacking so yeah i think like i don't do not have a liverpool attacking asset right now so i'm just going to watch the next game Huddersfield away and I'm going to gauge if I want to really bring in Salah or Mane for the for that Liverpool's next run so I'm just going wait going for a wait and see approach for Liverpool attacking assets I really want to bring in Liverpool defender and I think that's going to be my transfer next week most probably I will get in Robertson for next week for next next week how many transfers you have so uh I I have used my free transfer already for this game week I've got in Doherty in for Olebas So yeah mm-hmm. next week most probably I will be getting in Robertson. Okay and well while we are on the topic of international break a lot of premier league players have been playing the international break one of the main players who has been on hot streak form in international arena is Mitrovic. Yeah it's surprising to see people taking him off man I I I own Mitrovic so I I I just looked at his next few fixtures and the next three really look good and I think he's going to get among the goals he's I think if you just look at his forward statistics, he is joint top for the goal scored in in terms of strikers. But still, like people are taking him off. But I don't really get that logic. But I I am very very pleased to own him for the next few games. I think he's going to get uh, get us some good points. Exactly, and people are getting I think frustrated by his two blanks in a. Row, but it's fine. Like from a six point nine midfielder, in my opinion, or seven million midfielder, you will not get twenty five thirty goals. You will get blanks. But when you get it blanks, you pay. Be patient. Look at the fixtures and then play. Play. Yeah, and I think another another player in the national break who's come to the fore has been Raheem Sterling. I think last game he got two goals in. So if you if you do not. Have- Wow, Sterling! Sterling, yes, I saw that match. He was on fire in the first. Yeah, so he's going to be a good differential option for captaincy next game week. So people who do not have Aguero, even have Aguero and have Sterling with him, he's going to be a big differential option. I I so much wanted, you know, I wanted Salah to be injured just because I wanted Sterling some justification to get Sterling in exactly. <laughs> But I think I think Salah will start and. If he starts, I think he's going to get subbed So I think if I were you, I would stick with Salah. Yes, that's the thing. Like uh, when he, when I saw the news of his injury, I was like, you know, what the, what the worst thing that would happen to me or to the all the Salah owners till now is not that Salah got injured, but that Salah would be fit, and then Klopp will tell on Friday's presser that uh, we will assess him at the last minute and then we'll let you know. Like that's the worst possible thing. You don't, you can't know will he start, will he get benched, and then you play your twelve point nine million midfielder, and then he gets benched. Wow, that's three million, twelve point eight million player on your bench does not make sense at all. So yes, yeah, I think I'll wait for that. But I think I like if Mane especially is out, and I think I think Klopp will 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 definitely start Salah unless and until he's ruled out. So I think Salah starts at the weekend. 
if mane is out for a couple of weeks as a liverpool fan what do you think of shakiri like will he get the chances uh, is he a good fpl asset i think he's going to be a good asset because i think he he maybe might get into the set pieces as well so because he's a, he has a good delivery on him so i think if mane is out for a long time shakiri could be a very solid differential option yes and but does he play on left wing no right like he yeah, prefers to right actually a right winger but i think klopp will klopp will puts Salah on the right and I think he'll give Shakiri uh, a run out on the left wing or I think even 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 the return of Adam Lallana is curious so uh is he back? he's back in training so maybe he we won't start the game but I think he's going to fit for the bench so yeah and and uh, well game week 9 is uh, 4 days away now so What are your plans for game week nine? So you have already made one transfer, yeah, right? Yeah, already made transfer. Hole Bas in out for Doherty. So loved the transfer, and yeah, Doherty. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty. I think pretty good feelings about this game week. I think it's going to be a good game week. I think because of the Salah Mane controversy, we're not sure if they're going to start or not. I think Kun Kun Aguero will be heavily captained. So you can't go against Aguero. This week, you if you have him, you surely have to captain him. Exactly, and then uh, he has been rested over the international break, and I just, I just hope that he plays more than sixty minutes, man. It's so frustrating as a captain material. He's playing just sixty, sixty. Yeah, he had a good rest in the international break, and Jesus has been playing minutes for Brazil. So I think Aguero starts, but I think sixty, seventy minutes is good enough to do the damage against Burnley. I think I read a stat that Burnley are top for shots conceded. So, Yes, they are indeed. So yeah, it it reads for a good captaincy. Where are captain locked in? <laughs> Same here. Even I have locked in him for captain. And then for me, I have two free transfers over the weekend. So I, you know, I didn't go for Kane. So you saved my transfer last game week. Mm. And then there are a couple of things in my team that I want to, you know, iron out the shit things like Troy Deeney. I think I'll throw him out. Mm. Makes sense. I would do that too. And then I'm thinking of bringing in uh, Anatovich. Jimenez. No, uh, I can bring in Anatovich, but I don't have the money right now, so I might bring in a uh, Jimenez now because he looks good for a 5.5 player. He does. He does. And he's been racking assists in every. I think for the, the past three matches, he's getting assist. one assist, one assist. Yep. So he is. So I think at that price range, five point six points with an occasional goal is quite good. I'll take that. So I and I'll also get some money out of Trudini to uh, Jimenez. Yeah, oh man, but I I really want Jimenez in. But then again, I don't have a spot really remaining for him. I I my strike force for this win game week is going to be Mitrovic, Aguero, and Kane. And uh, most probably my I am planning to get Anatovic for game week ten in place of Harry Kane. And get back Salah if he's fit. So yeah, I I really really envy the of Anatovic, Mitrovic, and Aguero right now. So that's my that's my plan for the next two weeks to get in Anatovic. Yeah, uh, and then uh, we have some questions from the community. Should we go on to that? Yeah, sure. uh the first one fpl ismo is asking uh, fpl ismo fpl_ismo thank you mate for asking your questions 
he's asking is lovren the best 5 million defender and is he nailed on that's for you vankush go on hey that's a very interesting pick like lovren i think klopp would definitely trust him for the big games so if you look at liverpool's fixtures i see lovren definitely starting for that arsenal game for sure but other games i well i don't think that he will keep clean sheet in arsenal game that's for sure yeah so basically if i uh, i was looking at a 5 million defender i would not go near lovren i would rather go trent on alexander arnold because he he offers that uh, attack threat as well so even if uh, trent alexander arnold i think both arnold and lovren will get similar starts in the next 4 or 5 games but arnold is obviously on set pieces he's on corner duties and he also takes direct free kicks so yeah i think i would go trent arnold and i think if you don't have dorty you need to get dorty in he he's he's rising on the price again and again so even he's reaching that 5 million mark and i think if if you if you want to go ultra differential you can look at the less lesser full backs chilwell and parera so they they have a pretty good fixture list coming on and both of them are pretty pretty attacking wise so if you if you if you want to go ultra differential you can go for the lesser full backs i agree about uh, for lesser full backs at least for not game week 9 when he when they traveled to emirates but yeah. after that they have a very good fixture, good fixture list. list yeah but the thing is like people go with pereira and then he scored a goal also but lester look very leaky to me you know they will win 3 3 they will score 3 on the other end but they will concede one like they did against huddersfield so yeah. i don't personally i wouldn't go for I, i don't want to go for lester defenders they just you know too porous yeah, i get that but but uh, it's like i said it's ultra differential so you never know yeah it's a big differential yes so if you want to rise up through the ranks and if they fire in that particular game week yeah. and even in harry maguire like he is is getting those attempts i think he has eight goal attempts in the last four games so even good old harry maguire could be a very good differential defender <laughs> yes and then a uh, second question from fpl ismo is should we triple up on the budget forwards yes that's a very good question i think ismo well uh, my opinion on is this tripling up on well it's a tough one really at this moment of time none of the none of the premium midfielders are firing apart from hazard of course salah is injured or out of form mane is injured ericsson is injured right the question about forwards or midfielders he's asking should we triple up on budget forwards so if he's going to go on budget forwards that means he's Midfield going to he's going to make his midfield really strong yeah. with uh, full of premium assets so my only concern for that is uh none of the premium midfielders apart from hazard are looking good enough in my opinion like only sterling is okay sterling is good but apart from him yeah salah injured or out of form mane injured ericsson injured yeah i think what will you spend your money on like if not on the budget forwards like aguero or kane or even like i said yeah sure man i think you were you were right like because last season again the value would was in midfield because you had a lot of good midfield options even this year you have but i think the premium ones are not really firing so i think like the the most popular template kind of a midfield right now is you have richarlison you have madison then you have hazard then a lot of people have fraser in then Sal- yeah. one out of either salah or mane so i don't that leaves a lot of money in cash so that's why a lot of people have aguero in so i think you can have two budget forwards along with aguero 
but three budget forwards i would not suggest right now maybe as the season progresses and we start getting value in midfield we can go for three budget strikers but i think this season we have good options at budget strikers yeah, is it, very right to point that out so you have the likes of king wilson you have mitrovic and then you have glen murray Jimenez, Arnautovic. So, you are spoiled for choice, but yeah, I would stick to two right now. Yes, and then if you move on, his third and last question for Ismo is Kane, stick or twist? I think he's in a precarious position like you only, Vankush. Yeah, like I said earlier in the pod that I would stick for him for this game, but after that, his next five, I don't really trust getting him, getting any points from him. City, City home, holds away, Palace away, Chelsea home, Arsenal away. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty much sure of getting Kane out after next game week. So yeah, but I think the best, the best, uh, like the stretch of time to own Harry Kane, will be game week 15 to 27, in which he has 12, uh, 12, 13 game weeks of insane, insane easy fixtures. I think he only faces United at home, and right now I wouldn't call United at home a very difficult fixture. <laughs> so. Uh... One question, next question we have from FPL Rookie uh, at the rate TTNGUA. G-U-A. Thank you, Matt, made for asking a question. He's asking, I have Trippier. Should I swap him for Mendy or Robertson? That's a tricky one, right? That is a very tricky, tricky, tricky question. Uh, I think for him, Rookie, you, if you have got Trippier returns till now, you're making a good decision of uh, swapping him out because Spurs' defense looks so horrible to me. No, Sanchez, no, no uh, Sanchez or no Vertonghen. So, Spurs' uh, defense looks leaky. Uh, fixtures what? are turning on them. I think he should go for Robertson, considering next two Liverpool fixtures. What do you think, Pankosh? I think I would get both of them. Mendy, Robertson, both of them are very good options. So, I think I have to choose one. I think I would also choose Robertson because Liverpool's fixtures are pretty insane. But like even even Mendy has a good couple of. I think he has three of the next four home fixtures, but one of them is United. So I think I would prefer Robertson over Mendy right now. Same. And I think the, uh, we have come to the end of the podcast, episode seven. Pretty good. Uh, okay, guys. So uh, well, uh, to find us, we are the football football bloody hell podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us on Twitter. And the Twitter handle hell underscore football H E L L underscore F U F O O T B A L L. You can find me, your host, Prashant Tiwari, at FPL underscore Prashant, FPL underscore P R A S H A N T on Twitter. You can find one question Twitter as well at the rate what the FPL W H A T T H E F P L. Am I right, Pankush? Yeah, sure, man. And guys, um, all the best for all the best for the game week nine. Good luck, good luck, guys. I have green arrows for every one of you. Green arrows for everyone. Ciao for Bye. now. Bye.